Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about working out in wheelchairs, a cast, or a boot, or any other restrictions. Are you ready to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right. We'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We're really, really happy you're here today. We're going to be talking about something we've never talked before, talked mm-hmm. about before, exercising in either wheelchair, a cast, or a boot, or any kind of restriction uh, that's attached to your body or that you may be seating in, sitting in or something like that. Um, we're going to be diving into that today. We get a lot of questions about that. Mm-hmm. But before we do that, we just want to send out a friendly reminder to visit our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Check out all of our our growing library of exercise videos that we have there. There's something for everybody. We add new workouts every week, and it's uh, 100% free. And uh, I say that because we've been asked before if our workouts are free, and the answer (laughs) is yes, they always will be, and they always are. Yes. Um, So uh, check that out. And we also have all of our podcast episodes on our website, as well as our mini motivational videos. series called motivation with meredith um great great places to get your audio fix and uh we also have our custom seven day workout plan which is a custom exercise plan put together by meredith specifically for you you tell us the goals that you are looking to achieve and meredith will put together a plan that will be specifically for you that you can use uh, to achieve those goals and last but not least, our newsletter that you can sign up for and get all of our latest and greatest content delivered to your email inbox once a week. And it's a great way for us to stay in touch with you and vice versa. So uh, today's episode, uh, I don't think we've ever really, really talked about all of these things at once um, <laughs> right. as far as <laughs> working out with limitations or restrictions. Mm-hmm. Um but what's the what's kind of the genesis of of today's episode as far as a, approaching you know workouts where you may be sitting in a wheelchair or you may be in a cast or something like that? Right. Um, I just actually I was looking around at the number of people who have um, those air casts they call them now um, mm-hmm. or boots um, on their feet due to whether it's an injury that they've occurred, they've had a surgery done, whatever it is. And a lot of times you'll get them on your hands as well, or your wrists, um, if you've had any type of injuries there or surgeries, once again. So your upper body, you could be restricted as well. Um, But I'm looking around at the number of people who have those um, and are using maybe walkers or wheelchairs because of that. And I can almost guarantee that when they get these um, casts or boots on and they're restricted in many ways, whether it's in a wheelchair, using a walker, um, they're not told about how they can continue to exercise. Mm -hmm. Um, That usually is not something that comes up, unfortunately. Right. right. So um, I I jotted this idea down and thought we need to, we need to discuss this. Um, If anything, bring it to light and then Uh, go back and forth about different things. Um, Mm -hmm. Of course, you can go online and look up what workout can I do in an air cast or what workout can I do? But um, we'll kind of talk more about um, what is safe to do. And really, like I said, kind of get people aware that you can still move. Um, 
if you have restrictions because of a device of some kind that is either on your body or you need to use it because of um, something that has occurred to your body. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how this all came about is me just seeing the number of people all ages um, that are are using different devices and um, and I don't think they're given the knowledge of what they can continue to do and it's scary. You think if I have something or I'm in a wheelchair, I shouldn't move. I shouldn't do anything. Um, right. So we need to um, we need to obviously keep moving though mm-hmm. <laughs> with any type of injury that we've had. So so that's that's where we're at. Yeah, I definitely think that the mentality that most people will go into when they say they have an injury and they're in a wheelchair or you have a cast on your leg and the first thing you think about is like, well, I'm out. Exactly. Right. I'm, I'm done. done. I'm yep. going to be not hitting the gym. I'm not going to be doing anything for the next month or so. You kind of go into that default mode, right? Yes, but you're exactly. But saying, you're saying no. Right. No. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And, and also kind of affects your mentality, uh, your motivational levels, don't you think? Like if, you, if, you, if you're exactly. in, you have this thing on your leg or you have this thing on mm-hmm. your arm or you're in a wheelchair and it's heavy How does that and affect cumbersome. you mentally? Yeah, you think just that. I can't do anything. I shouldn't do anything. Um, this thing is heavy. It's in the way. Um, how can I do anything? I can't do the workouts I did before. Therefore, how do I do anything? Um, it's, of course, being creative and changing it up for a little while while you have these um, things going on. Because it's not forever, and we definitely want to make sure once we... At, of course, we will get better faster if we do continue to um, stay active. So we need to keep the heart rate up. We need to make sure the muscles that we can still use um, are being used, things like that. Uh, yeah, but being creative, number one, and knowing that there are so many other parts of the body that can be worked while whatever it is that uh, you are being restricted from using heals, mm-hmm. <laughs> essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the the limitation I think we feel when we're in those kinds of situations, it just kind of takes over your brain. You're like, well, right. I can't even imagine myself trying to get up and and uh, you know do uh, if you're if you have a cast on your arm, right. to, to take a walk, right? Yeah, um, you just to don't do feel a cardio like it. workout, yeah. or how am I going to do a dumbbell workout? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll go as far as even to say someone who is in a wheelchair due to a stroke and is partially paralyzed. I've had people like that in class. Mm. Um, you can still work out. There is still a half of your body that can work. And there are so many ways to um, get the other to respond um, once you get exercise going and the brain is just trying to communicate to the entire body what it wants to do, um, you see so many amazing things occur. So even if you're partially paralyzed and you are in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. you can still work out. You can still get exercise. You can still be active. Right, right. Yeah, as far as like a lot of the um, experiences you've had in working in classes um, with people of all ages, what kind of injuries or limitations have you seen that people have had to deal with mm-hmm. while exercising? That's probably a podcast of its own Mm -hmm. um, that would be quite long. But we could go from, we can go, that's probably the biggest, is someone who, I've had a few people who have um, been partially paralyzed and in wheelchairs due to strokes, um, to knee replacements. um, So one knee was kind of out of commission. uh, 
shoulder replacements, hip replacements, um, to smaller things, um, bunion removal on their foot. So they had an air cast that was going to be on there for quite a long time. Mm. Um, one arm in a sling because they were trying to let something heal because they pulled a tendon um, or tore a bicep or something like that. It, it's across the board, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. the things that, um, and those are just the injuries that, you know, that would have, they'd be wearing something because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of different, different, uh, things, but there again, now we're talking about people who have actually come into class. So they still knew that they had to, um, continue to move, get their intentional movement and exercise in their day. So, um, and knew that coming to a class was probably the best way because they could ask me what they should do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so it's always uh, just a great idea to, uh, get an opinion also we should probably start with that of course um depending on your injury you should always make sure you're cleared with your doctor or physician um to make sure you can move other parts of your body because depending on what type of injury you have uh, maybe everything should be resting in order for that part of the body to get better so always always be um err on the uh, side of caution and make sure you talk with your doctor and get the all clear prior to jumping into any type of workout. Mm-hmm. So there's yeah, my definitely, disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, most important for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, check with your doctor. Yeah. Um, do you think that a lot of people who are, you know, in this situation, maybe they may not even know what to do? You know, like oh, how, exactly. how do you find out, well, what can I do? Aside from talking to your doctor... But, you know, you're at home and you're like, man, I really probably should do something. Right. If I have an arm cast on or from, you know, these limitations that we talk about. I know there's a lot, but um, where do you go to find out? Or how do you even know what's you're well, capable of? Yeah, like we said before, most likely you're not going to, depending on the injury. You might leave a doctor's office or hospital with some PT, physical therapy exercises. Um most of the times you're not going to, you have to ask for that. Uh, and you can go online and Google search and see what comes up, but it's not always specific for you. And that's where we always talk about, you really need to know your body. You need to know where you were prior to, um, I'll call it an injury, uh, just an easier way prior to your limitation or whatever device you're using. Let's say that, um, Prior to this limitation, you need to know where you were physically um, so you know what you can do now. A lot of times when we turn a workout on and we say, okay, I'm in a uh, lower body air cast, so what workout can I do? They'll show, and I've looked it up so I know, a 25-year-old doing a HIIT workout in a lower body air cast. Now, should you do that? Most likely, no. (laughs) You need to know your body. You need to know where you were before. What were you doing? Were you running marathons still or were you doing seated workouts? Of course, we need to continue with seated if that's where we're at. Um, If the right leg is out of commission, then only do the left side and the upper body and the core. Um, Just thinking, thinking about it, being smart about it. What was I able to do? What can I do now? What is off limits because of my limitation? Um, And that's it. Mm -hmm. That's the main thing. Um, If you were able to get up and walk around, but for some reason, maybe you had double knee replacement and uh, 
which I've heard of them doing, to get them both done at one time, which is not fun. Uh, but you're out of commission for a little bit, um, knowing that the upper body and core can still work. Um, so what can I do? You know, do you have an arm bike? Can you still lift weights with the upper body? Um, can you, do you have a battle rope and can do battle rope seated? Mm -hmm. Um, all of those types of things. Uh, so you have to get creative. Maybe you're doing movements that you weren't doing before, but know what can work and what should I be working right now? What should I be resting and work? What can work? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's basically what it comes down to. Right. <laughs> no right. matter your age. <laughs> right. And it takes a little, like you said, a little bit of creativity to right. find out what those limits are and what you can do so you don't get hurt or you don't, you know, kind of further aggravate whatever it is that may be happening. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Exactly. Um, let's talk about wheelchairs specifically because that's kind of different from casts and things like yes. that. Um, someone would say, well, you're sitting in a wheelchair. Why don't you just do a seated exercise? Right. <laughs> right. So, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? It it depends on the the reason it depends on how your body's moving in that wheelchair i should say again if it's a stroke or you're paralyzed in any way obviously you can't continue to do lower body movements if the entire lower body's paralyzed so but some people i know have um they use wheelchairs because they don't like walkers they can still walk though and they have full ability in their entire body mm -hmm. so they can do workouts um for lower body and upper body, but they stay seated in their wheelchair because they don't like to transition into a regular chair to work out. Perfectly fine, but knowing that the arms are there on the chair and you're not able to get um, as wide of uh, movement through lower body because you're restricted, um, then you can still do a regular uh, full body seated workout, essentially. Mm -hmm. With slight limitations because, or modifications, I should say, because you have those things in the way. Then, of course, if you're in a wheelchair, like I said, and you have paralysis of entire lower body, you can only do focus on the upper body when it comes to that workout. Um, and always make sure, also go back a little bit, when you're in a wheelchair, when you start doing your workout, always make sure you lock the wheels on your wheelchair. The number of times I would see people come in in wheelchairs... Um, and even their caregivers wouldn't lock their mm. wheels. Make nice. sure you lock them because <laughs> I'd have to go and lock them. And uh, yeah, so always make sure you lock those wheels. But knowing once again, it comes down to what your body is still able to do. Um, and again, if only one side can work, then just do the side that can work mm -hmm. um, from upper to lower body. Yeah, it's 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I, as far as the wheel, please lock the wheels. Yikes. I'm yeah. just thinking about that. Be very, very. It moves sim- around a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, for people who are in wheelchairs that you worked out with, uh, how does it make them feel? Great. Um, good? Oh, yes. Of course. I think that's probably been, um, I'm always, I always get such uh, great joy um, from anyone that I train or any group that I train. Um, but people who have real limitations, um, that really, really warms my heart to see how hard they work um, mm-hmm. when they come to class and want to move and seeing people who, again, I think the biggest one was uh, a couple of people um, in wheelchairs and being partially paralyzed, but seeing how hard they would work um, that one side mm-hmm. um, and try so, so hard. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. Again, the body can do amazing things, but the mind has to be there with any any limitation that we're talking about. A lot of times it's very easy when the doctor says you're going to be in an air cast for three months. So, you know, limit what you do with, they usually say limit what you do. They don't say limit what you do with, let's use the example of your right leg. Um, limit what you do. And that to a lot of people is, well, the doctor said I shouldn't do anything. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> it's their reasoning and their excuse to not do a workout. Um, but we know that, especially as we age, how important it is to continue to move in some way, shape, or form. Um, so don't use that as the reasoning to stop doing your exercise or uh, stop moving. Yes, you can't maybe get up and walk like you were able to walk three miles outside before, but you can still do different cardio movements. You can still use an air bike. You can still do boxing with the upper body and bring the arms through the air and get the heart rate up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so many things. And obviously you can still do um, lots of band and other strength training workouts. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't let that be the excuse to say, well, I can't work out, I guess. Um, keep working out, keep moving. Keep mm-hmm. having your intentional movement every single day, no matter what your limitation uh, is. Yeah, it's that's very powerful words and, and advice uh, because if you stop working out, it not only affects your body, but your mind as well. And mm-hmm. it kind of just snowballs, right? No, oh, definitely. At that point where you <laughs> definitely. just, you know, you, you choose not to it's do something, it makes it easier up. to give yeah. up the next time. Yes, exactly. Um what about some other uh, uh, limitations, like someone who's on crutches? Obviously, there's a lower body issue there. Right. Or what about someone who has back problems and they're wearing a back brace? Right. That's kind mm-hmm. of the affects everything, right? That's a big thing, yeah. Knowing, once again, the limitations, of course, with the... Um, I'll start with the back brace. Uh, if you have that, of course, you should probably stay seated because you need to maintain... A- Um, a nice, strong, safe spine. So the core is engaged all the time, but you can't twist side to side. You can't bend side to side. Um, The brace is supposed to stop you from doing that, but of course you're going to want to do that because that's a natural movement in your body. That's why the brace is there. But staying seated will keep you a lot safer Mm -hmm. um, and knowing not to do those movements, um, but still continuing again to do the cardio movements. You can still do upper and lower body movements. You just need to make sure you're not twisting and bending side, side, front, back, twisting in any way, shape or form the spine. So, um, yeah, still doing the the same workouts, but put them in a seated fashion, doing Mm -hmm. a recumbent bike. You're seated on that, get the legs moving. Um, 
things like that. Again, still can do strength training movements. Um, and crutches, yeah, putting those crutches to the side and sitting down in a, uh, you know, our comfortable, sturdy chair <laughs> mm-hmm. and start doing those workouts seated. Um, if it's a lower body where you can't use one leg, again, it goes right back to the same thing, using the other side and upper body and core uh, still still getting the workout in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doing something safely is better than doing nothing. Exactly. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, safely. We emphasize safely. <clears throat> oh, yes. Um, <laughs> so we, we talked about workouts, but what about stretching just in yes. general? You know, how important is just stretching and trying to stay loose and flexible in the areas that you can do oh, that? Very. Yeah. That's probably even bigger because you're not going to be moving the same way you were before, most likely. Um, if you were moving before, <laughs> mm-hmm. you're not doing the same amount of workouts or maybe the same um, level of workouts that you were doing. So you need to continue to stretch the body because as crazy as it sounds, a lot of times when we work out, when we don't work out, our body stiffens up. It's almost craving that movement that we were doing before and it starts to get kind of tight feeling. So you need to keep it nice and loose. So definitely again stretching the parts of the body that are still able or you're allowed to get that movement in um from lower body from the tips of your toes all the way to the crown of the head getting those movements in um very important and we even have workouts that we've shown that you can do if you are restricted to a bed um Mm -hmm. very obviously Mm -hmm. low impact low movement very modified Um, but that get the whole body kind of lengthened and stretched out. Even if you can't physically stretch from, you know, fingertips coming over your head and stretching to your toes, you still want to feel like you're doing that. Um, that's very impactful again for the body, but for the brain as well to feel as if you're lengthening out your entire body. Um, so continuing to do that, even if you're bedridden as they call it, Mm -hmm. um, and getting core work even while you're in a bed. So yeah, we have a, a couple of different workouts that you can do from a bed. Of course, stretches that you can do seated. Um, yeah, keep mm-hmm. keep the stretches up. Those are, I'd say, up utmost important. Yeah, I mean, bringing up the fact that if you're bedridden, I mean, how hard is it to get out of that mentality that oh, you can actually do something? Du- exactly, <laughs> but there's still stuff you can do. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and you've put out videos where you, you show stretching in bed, stretching yes. exercises that you can literally do even if you have to stay in bed. Uh-huh. Um, or perhaps you're even in a hospital bed, which, right. which happens Yes, a lot, all and the you time. get stuck in the hospital for weeks on end. Yes. Yeah, I mean, um, how, how, do, how do you go from... I mean, I guess it's really depends on what physical limitation you have. Right. And then you have to kind of <laughs> mentally motivate yourself to at least try and do something. Right? Yes, exactly. That's what it always comes down to with any of it, whether you're restricted to a bed, restricted to a chair, restricted to a boot on your leg um, and using a walker because of it, whatever it is, um, restricted to a, a cast on your arm. Um, we always feel like, ah. Uh, you know, why me? Why is this happening? Now I can't do anything. I can't do what I used to do. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really working through the power of what our brain can tell our body it can do and to make ourselves do that and to feel, um, to to enjoy that feeling after we're done and kind of remember that feeling, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so we want to do that workout again. <laughs> 
for anyone who doesn't have a restriction or limitation, you know, it, to the person who has it, we all want that feeling, right? So same thing, that mental uh, aspect has to be there. And it's obviously much harder when we have things going on our, with our bodies. But um, remembering that we can um, and continuing to say that to ourselves, that we can do it. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it gets a little bit just slightly easier if you just do it once and oh, then yes. you feel, mm-hmm. you know, if you do a some kind of a stretching workout or some kind of exercise based around what you're you're dealing with? Yeah, definitely. To get easier? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Once you do it once and you realize your body responded to it, it doesn't hurt. You didn't do anything incorrectly. You didn't hurt yourself. Um, you kind of say, whoa, I can do it. And that actually felt good. And maybe I'm a little sore or maybe mm-hmm. other parts of my body are working that I haven't actually worked in a long time. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should do that again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then you, you, you do it again and again and it becomes a part of your schedule. Mm-hmm. Is it a good idea to maybe have someone there the first time you try to do an exercise just to kind of make sure nothing happens, you know, just to have someone watch over you at least for for the first time? Oh, definitely. Depending on like what you're doing and who's around. Um, But yeah, I mean, always, always good to uh, safety first, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Always think about the what ifs and uh, implement whatever you think you'd need to to be cautious with what you're doing definitely to mm-hmm. stay safe obviously yeah yeah someone within within earshot in case you exactly, do get hurt yeah. you don't want to be they in a house by yourself you, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah with no one around and and you get hurt and yes. now it's a double whammy right? yes exactly um and taking it slow always remember listen to the body if you start doing a workout even if you've done it before and you say I did this one yesterday, but your body is going to go through so many ups and downs. Think about if you have an injury, which we're all going through something, our body is constantly fighting. It's fighting off something. But if we have an injury um, that has occurred, it's fighting even harder because it's trying to mend that, whatever we've hurt. It's trying to make it better. And the body weakens much faster. So we need to make sure we're drinking our water, we're eating correctly, and we're taking those breaks when necessary because each moment of each day is going to be so, so different. Um, one day you're going to feel like you have energy and the next day you're going to feel wiped out. Why? Because your body is working hard to get you better. So remember that. Listen to it um, and respond to it uh, with love and care by allowing it to have those rest days or going slower or just stretching on a particular day when you're feeling extra tired. Um, Mm -hmm. always people would come to class and say, I'm just so tired today. I don't know why. I don't know why. And they have so much going on in their lives and so much going on in their bodies. Um, and it's okay to slow down a little bit because we know maybe tomorrow we'll have that energy back. Um, ups and downs, ebbs and flows of life, right? Mm -hmm. Respond to it, um, in, in good ways to keep ourselves safe and, um, and getting stronger. Mm-hmm. Great advice. Uh, really inspiring episode. Uh, hopefully that you you find some inspiration. If you are in that situation, if you're in a wheelchair, if you got a cast on, if you're in a boot, if you're you feel like you're in a play, you're in bed, you feel like you just can't do anything and you're just going to take a knee. Uh, say no. Try yeah, try something. Stretch. Exactly. Do a little bit of something. A little bit will lead to more. And you'll gain the confidence to kind of stay active while you get through this phase. Right. Um, that's so important. And, and you, you come out the other side feeling motivated and you're not 
you don't feel like you're starting from zero. Yeah, exactly. Basically. So, well, thanks for joining us for this episode. We hope it was really, really helpful to you or someone you know. Uh, don't forget to visit our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Check out all of our latest, greatest content. Sign up for that newsletter and get our email delivered to your inbox once a week. Until next time, we'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.